we are talking about colorism. Go figure, right? Okay, so I want to start off with um, a little gem here. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of logical fallacies. I want to point out um, the ad homen. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Fallacy is um, it's when two people are in debate or discussion, whatever you want to call it, and instead of attacking the logic of the argument, they begin to attack the person for uh, physical characteristics, history, circumstance, physical appearance, whatever the case may be, because I think that's going to be very relevant towards the end of this um, discussion. So, um, I made a post about light skin privilege maybe a week ago, and Jesus, there was so much pushback, it was ridiculous. I expected some, because there, there's always some. Um, I always end up having to delete a block, or someone deletes and block, blocks me after one of those posts. It never fails, but... I have literally deleted so many people (laughs) and I've deleted them only because I don't feel like these people um, hold the maturity necessary to continue to follow me. And that's simply because I'm going to post a lot of uncomfortable conversations, but to, to, to conclude or to decide to attack me personally it's just kind of where I draw the line. And some people were just in the crossfire. Um, and some people just were deleted because they don't engage. And that's just what it is. But as I was saying, there was tons of pushback. And I would um, love to have this conversation with anyone who wants to join me on my um, podcast to discuss. We, they're welcome to join. Just like my posts are always open to go back and forth. My podcast will be the same. Um, but again, back to the point at hand, there was a lot of pushback and I feel like, um, whenever you begin to speak on privilege or when you begin to call out privilege, that's always the initial reaction to it is pushback because Again, the conversations are hard. They're, they are uncomfortable. And no one really wants to talk about them. They would rather leave the elephant in the room. And I personally feel like these conversations need to become more dinner table friendly. They need to be talked about openly um, without this pushback and without these temper tantrums. And it, it's just, it's, I feel like it's ignorance mixed with immaturity and and a lot of other things but anyways i want to uh, say that colorism does not just affect raw colorism is a global phenomenon whenever i have this conversation people seem to forget that they want to make it about me personally and my experience versus what women are going through literally right now today 
all over this fucking world. We have women in Africa. Well, not even women. It's men, women, children, grandmas, grandpas. They are buying skin lightening creams and soaps and crap left and right. This is a $3 billion business. Why? Because these individuals have been conditioned to believe that being lighter skin is more valuable. So you have women who are applying these skin lightening creams to their children as young as two and three years old. This is a, this is a common household practice in some African communities. What is that not... How is that not um, sinking in? Let's talk about brown Asians. And I know a lot of you are brown Asians. What's that? Right, because they're completely left out of all of the conversation. Completely left out. Because we have this image of what Asian should be. And they, those lighter toned Asian women are what's represented for, for um, Asians. Which is just, I, I pulled up an article and I read a, um, this article about this Filipino woman um, and her struggles um, throughout life. Um, and it, it was just heartbreaking. There, there are activists literally lobbying and rallying to stop um, the capitalization of colorism, to stop these skin lightning companies from literally making billions off the back of this. I don't even know what to call it. But the shit is real and it, it's affecting the world. But because <laughs> my little ass here in Galveston County, what about 300,000 people? 300,000 people plus compared to what 7 billion people in the fucking world, if not more. Because I decided to host a conversation, it becomes a reflection of my insecurities, lack of love, and me being divisive. Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's unbelievable. I just expected more of black individuals, especially black women in 2020. But I actually believe that those conclusions and what I would say are personal attacks are definitely um, a reflection of privilege. I, as a dark-skinned woman, I can't have space to start this conversation without being seen as aggressive because I'm being divisive and tearing black people apart. Or I'm defective. I'm insecure. I have childhood trauma, etc., because I'm hosting the conversation. I get it because I myself didn't really understand colorism, racism, or any of these things until I decided to major in sociology. And after my first year of college, 
my world completely changed. Things became so much clearer. I was able to apply and kind of understand certain pieces of my life that wasn't so clear in, in that moment. But I, I'm only a small portion of black women, of not even black women, but women and men who experience these obstacles of colorism. My experience does not equal the whole. The, the, the conversation about colorism isn't about Ra. It isn't about me. It is about the world. It is about Filipino women bathing themselves in papaya soap. And feeling like they can't stay in the sun. Or feeling like they would rather be Chinese. Or rather have fairer skin. It is about women and men in Africa who are literally scraping the melanin out of their their bodies and, and skin so that they can be lighter complected. These women are applying mercury to their skin and to hell with the health risk because it's more valuable to them to be seen as beautiful than it is to be dark skinned. To there was there was a black guy maybe a couple weeks ago, Ahmad, I want to say his name is, and forgive me if that is not um, his name. I'm going to try to look it up here, but he was jogging in his neighborhood, if I'm not mistaken. It was his neighborhood when a father and son shot him down, murdered him, and killed him. Why? I would assume because of his appearance. It is literally things like that that make me want to have these conversations because I feel like if we can have the conversation, then we can bring light into the conversation. We can educate one another. We can listen to one another's experience, so forth, and maybe we can come up with um, a resolution for them. But... For someone to conclude that the whole point of it is to create a further divide by acknowledging the reality that's already there and wanting to discuss it and to bring awareness to it, it's just, I don't know. I don't don't have the words for it. But at the end of the day, I feel like this is a, a battle and a conversation for... It's a not a it's not a battle. I shouldn't say it's a battle. But it's a conversation for people who really want to dig deep and really want to have the conversation outside of personal feelings. We it's two ways. You got to leave your feelings at home sometimes. But that's all that I have for you guys and I'm going to leave you with a Argue with your fucking mama. Peace.